femininity is powerful in all its forms. Exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz and my guest today is Olya Krivitska. Olya is an international curvy model from Ukraine who studied at the University of Culture and Art in Kiev and has modeled all over the world. Olya, how are you today? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. You? I'm very happy that we're speaking today and I'm really curious about you and to explore your mind even more. So do you consider yourself, since this is a podcast about girls, a feminine person or a neutral or more masculine? Or how do you feel your energy to be? I feel like I'm really feminine, honestly. (laughs) That's for sure. That's a really interesting answer. And I love it very much. So what does it mean for you to be feminine? Is it a behavior? Is it an energy? What is it for you? Honestly, I never thinking about that because I grew up as a girl. Uh, I'm a younger daughter in my family. I have just an elder brother. And every time I felt like I'm a little princess for all of my life. And this feeling is with me till this time. I think it's summer from childhood. Thank you. And if you are describe yourself as a person or maybe more the aesthetic photos in your Instagram, what kind of identity or personality do you try to communicate with your pictures that represent you? Is it more random or is there an identity that you try to always share in every photo? I am a curvy model, so you can understand that I am not skinny. Uh, And in the popular um, standards of beauty, it's for someone, it's not okay. And a lot of girls, they are feeling not good if they are not skinny. They are trying to make some diets, a lot of sports, and just trying to be smaller as they can. Um, what I'm trying to do through my social media is just to show for them, for these kind of girls and from all the people who are following me, that it's okay when you are sometimes uh, not belong to these beauty standards. Probably this is one of the main reasons what I'm trying to show in my Instagram and why I'm actually starting to be a model. Thank you. That's really, really great. Do you feel confident or did you before not feel confident, but now uh, over time you're evolving and trying to share that new confidence about your body, the way you look with other women and with the world? Uh, Actually, genetically, I guess from 10 years old, I was not skinny. I was kind of chubby kid. And 
when I became a teenager in 13, 15, 16, I didn't like myself at all. I had a lot of complexes and I tried to do some diets. And I had very bad relationship with food. I had a lot of problems. I had a bulimia and I felt really, really bad because of that. And I didn't like myself. Even when I lost 20 kilograms in one month, I still look in the mirror and I didn't like myself. I thought I'm fat, but I actually didn't. And one day, this idea just came to my head that I could try this modeling. And I just tried. And every day and every month and every year during this work, I'm becoming more confident in my body and started to love myself. I just started to love who I am and to not try, hardly change it. Because I know that I can be beautiful, I can be healthy, I can be happy, even if I am not in size SXS. Yes, that's a very small size. I understand it. And I have spoken with some guests before, but it's not really about the weight. It was more about the height that some girls, they're tall and they wish to be smaller in size because they say they feel better when they're around men who are taller and bigger than them. So they don't wear heels, high heels. They try to be as short as possible to feel small. To you as a curvy model, do you have that experience? I know you're comfortable with your body and your curves, but do you wish sometimes to be smaller so that you feel more good and vulnerable and like a smaller size, or it's not a factor in how you live? Actually, a very nice question. Uh, I just spoke about it yesterday with one of my friends. Uh, that um, If you talk about relationship, I really like tall and big guys. And I was wondering why. And I realized that probably it's because from my childhood, I was always one of the biggest kids uh, in the company. Like my cousins, uh, one age uh, with me, they was much more smaller. They were skinny. They were small. They were cute. And I was big. And maybe because of that feelings of being bigger than everyone, right now, are really attracting, attracting more to guys who are bigger and taller than I am. Um, so, yeah, I can tell you that actually sometimes I feel the same. And what my friend told me that she knows a girl who is very tall. She's like 180 something and she loves heels. And she said that she really loves when guys are smaller than she is. And um, I think it just probably it's just telling about tastes, but maybe it's also telling about that she is really confident with her body, with her hair and everything. I don't know. I'm not uh, too deep inside. Um... Yes, into her mind. And then, okay, you spoke about liking bigger and taller guys and you feeling feminine. Well, what is masculinity for you? How do you feel when you're with bigger and taller guys? What is like the difference or similarity between the energy 
of femininity and of masculinity from your own opinion? Actually, when uh, when I am with Natal and B two men next to me, I'm feeling more safe, probably more comfortable. I feel like I am this uh, small and cute girl. <laughs> And he is a big man who is here to protect me, probably like that. And you have traveled all over the world. Some people say that there are not many feminine women nowadays, while others say no, femininity is born in every woman, and so it's not possible to lose it. What's your perspective? Do you feel, for example, in Ukraine or in yourself, there is a higher energy of girly girls and femininity than other countries, or not really? Uh, in my opinion, not really. I've been traveling around a lot of countries, and I saw very beautiful feminine girls everywhere. Um, maybe because in Europe, for example, they like to be more independent. Maybe that's why some of Ukrainian girls think that Europeans are not feminine because they are so much independent. But I think it's not true. I think it's not true, honestly. Thank you. And have you ever had instant chemistry with a man where from the first moment you felt attraction, you felt like you know him all your life, that it's not the first meeting? Or is it for you comfort and trust and that chemistry needs many meetings and time to feel it and it was never instant chemistry? I think it depends on a person you meet with. Actually, I had this, uh, what you already said. I was young. I didn't have a lot of experience in relationship that time. And I really met a man who, who was a bit older than I am. And I felt it from the first minutes I saw him that it was the feeling like I know him for such a long time. It was so comfortable from the start and it was so nice. Yeah, I actually had it, but I had it only once in my life. Like after that, usually I need more time to get this attraction. Some people say if the attraction is not instant chemistry, it can never be as passionate and exciting if it needs time to grow. And that such people, such lovers are not really feeling that electric uh, passion that comes from instant uh, desire and all that. Do you agree with this? As well as when it comes to touch, some people say, especially you who is in your body a lot, do you feel that if you like somebody, you want to feel them and feel their touch fast or you don't feel comfortable with it and it needs a long time? So I'm asking if the chemistry needs period to develop, well, do you lose that electricity that comes from instant chemistry or not? And how you feel about touch? Honestly, the most time, the more I know the person, the more time I'm spending inside a relationship with the person, my chemistry, this chemistry is just becoming higher and bigger. And for me, it's like that. Yeah, from the first sight, you really can like someone. You can like someone, maybe you can get some patient or something like that. But it will never be the same 
us when you are in really healthy relationship with a person you really love. There is nothing better than this on my mind. If you talk about crazy passion, of course, for the first meeting, when it's just you are young, you are free, you can do whatever you want, it's cool. But I think for a relationship, it's better when it's taking some time because it's just, um, I'm just talking about me. Only when I know the person more and more, I can like this person more and more. Thank you. So have you ever had the experience since you're speaking about developing it over time without that instant passion where you were really developing love and relationship with a man that other people will think he doesn't look handsome, he's not so attractive, but for you, he was like amazing and you didn't care what anybody thought or is it also that you need to have your type of physical first and then later on for example you spoke about big and tall guys have you ever had love or passion or attraction for a guy who maybe was smaller than you in size or was not so handsome or something like that well, if you talk about the beauty, it's the something what is different for everyone. It's something about taste. Um, I had a boyfriend and for me, he was like, oh my God, the most handsome guy in the world. But for my friends, he was, oh, he's okay. It's just because they have another taste only because of that. If I think that someone is beautiful for me, it doesn't matter what someone else will be thinking about the person. And also, I think it's understandable that if you know some person very well, uh, you can start liking him more and more and more. Because if it's like a good person, it's becoming more good looking for you as well. But I have never been in a relationship with a guy who is smaller than me. That's true. Thank you. And... Well, to ask you then, you spoke about love before. What is love for you and how do you think it develops? Is it through trust and like a guy being bigger, of course, since you said you, don't da- you didn't date somebody smaller? What is trust? What kind of people do you look to trust? What is the criteria you look for in order to have love with a man and all that? Well, what am I looking for? Uh, kindness for sure i like the kind people good people i don't need any bad boys and something like that healthy minded that's really important and how he does he looks like it's the second stuff the most important is what is inside for sure about love for me love is something mutual for sure i don't believe uh, that there is can be love from one side. It's not love. It's, it can be addiction, obsession, whatever, but it's not love. Love is an action. Um, so I don't believe and I never say like, oh my God, I love him from the first date. No, never. It's always need time for me. Thank you. This is really, really interesting. And well, going back to you being an international curvy model or a girl who is curvy anyway, Do you feel you get a lot of attention 
from land because of your curves in Ukraine or more outside of Ukraine? Do you feel like, oh my God, I'm getting attention the same as if I was a skinny girl or whatever before you thought was the ideal of beauty? Um, actually, I know I'm beautiful and I know that men, they like me actually in every country. Uh, maybe because I haven't spent really a lot of time in Ukraine uh, while I started dating someone. Uh, usually I was in other countries, China, for example, India. <laughs> right now I'm in Turkey. Before it was Italy. And uh, all of my relationship was with the boys from these countries, not from Ukraine. But I know that a lot of guys from Ukraine get attracted by me too. I mean, they like it, me too. So, but honestly, I still think that in Europe, for example, it's much more successful than in Ukraine. I don't know why. Thank you. And since we're speaking about Ukraine, how was your experience of the war? What happened? What was your story? My story is I went to Italy in January just with my winter clothes because, of course, I wanted to come back to Ukraine in one or two months. But the war, unfortunately, has started, so I stayed there. And from Italy, I moved to Istanbul, and I have no idea where I will go next. All of my family is in Ukraine, all of my stuff there, everything, like, my life is there. But I am here right now and I cannot be back for the moment and that's sad honestly and I'm so worried about that of course every day and every moment especially when I read the news it's the horrible stuff which is happening there right now yeah but I'm so lucky yes I agree with you it's really a horrible situation and well to explore a bit too about yourself because you seem to be different Did you always feel different from other people that you think in different ways, that your personality is different and you thought like, wow, I'm not the same as everybody else? No, I mean, (laughs) why? I I think I'm the same like everyone. I don't think that I'm like very special or better than anybody else. No, because... In, in, in my life, I met a lot of beautiful, amazing people. And even if I don't like someone, it doesn't mean that I am better than that person or more educated or something else. I, I'm just, I'm not that kind of people who are going to think like that. Never. I, I think I'm just regular girl. Thank you. And speaking about energy, Do you notice a difference between people that some in their eyes, you feel that fire and energy of them loving life, being active and going for what they want. And some people are more like they have sad eyes or zombie eyes that they're not really living. Or for you, you can see uniqueness in every person and you don't notice this. Oh my God, <laughs> I really know what to say. Uh, yeah, I'm trying, of course, to see the best stuff in everyone. Uh, it's important. It just sometimes uh, the energy 
don't match with someone else. In this case, maybe some people are not interesting for me, but it doesn't mean they are bad or something like that. Just not my type <laughs> or something like that, probably. Um, so you, you feel people's energy all the time. I don't know if I feel people's energy, but I feel, is it my energy or not? <laughs> Can I be next to this person or not? This is important. I understand 100%. And you said you don't know what you'll do next. Your family is in Ukraine. You only took your winter clothes or something to travel outside at the time, probably to do your work, etc. If this war continues longer, what do you think would be your plan? Do you keep on traveling, being an international curvy model? Or would you think about returning to Ukraine or starting a life somewhere where fashion is a bigger source of income? Or what could be your consideration? Uh, the most important thing for me right now is to make money, of course, because I am an adult <laughs> and I need to support myself. And if I can, uh, to help for my country. So that's why I need to think where I can work. If I cannot make this money in Ukraine right now, that's mean better to be abroad. And also I left Ukraine, not just now. Uh, during the last four years, I was always traveling somewhere. Of course, I always was coming back. But I didn't stay in Ukraine for so long time. A maximum, it was like seven months because of quarantine. Usually I'm somewhere else because that's my work. And of course, in Ukraine, they have a lot of good brands with whom I can work there. But um, in Europe and even here in Istanbul, I can do a lot of good jobs and the payment is better. Thank you so much, Olya. This was my pleasure. This was my privilege and such a wonderful conversation. I wish you a brilliant weekend and Slava Ukraini. Slava. Thank you so much for you too. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure for me as well. Mm -hmm.